Well, hey there, everybody. It's Bruce Pulver, co-host of Can I Have a Word With You? And my co-host is back. Heather, welcome, Yay. welcome. Yay, you. I'm so glad to be back. I know, I feel like it's been a very long time that well, we've, uh, I've been able to talk with you and other people. I guess we've talked a couple times, but yeah, I, um, I'm glad to be back. You've been busy and we've, we've tried to fill that chair um, with some guests and it's been fun. I uh, just kind of unpack, you know, taking this concept of, of, you know, bring a word and let's unpack it is, is kind of um, new to folks. And so they kind of, they have, I think they have as much fun with it as, as we do and they bring their version. So uh, anyway, it's been fun and we're, we're now kicking off year two. I know year that's two. amazing. Who knew we had that many things to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it's been such a joy. We talk about this a lot, just the opportunity to spend 20 to 30 minutes and kind of what's on our heart this week, what have we been thinking about, what's been challenging us, you know, what is what opportunities have there been, what can we smile about, you know, what were we, what were we saddened about, et cetera, and, and we can usually find something. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not Absolutely. usually short on words, so. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And, and today, you know, we, we were kicking around what word for today? And we landed on the word forgive. Mm. Unpacking forgive. And when whenever possible, uh, not every word gets this way, but whenever possible, we try to tie it to a scripture that mm. we can kind of lean into and and kind of unpack it that way. And for me, as I read that season banner, Matthew uh, 18, 20, and 20, 21, 22. So I'm going to, I'm going to read that and then we'll kind of go through that. Cause that's what really inspired me to write forgive this week. So, um, and I'm reading from the amplified version. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how many times will my brother sin against me and I forgive him and let it go up to seven times. Jesus answered him. I say to you, not up to seven times, but 70 times seven. So kind of like no limit, like mm -hmm. forgiveness, forgiving is a call. It's, it's seven times 70 mm -hmm. number 490. I think if I do the math, right. Um, yeah. So what do you think that means? I mean, unpack that. Let's start talking about that. Well, one of the things that, you know, people might know, but in the Bible, the number seven represents kind of perfection. And from the teachings that I've heard, and if you probably looked up some more, uh, some smarter people than, than me, but from the teachings I've heard about it, you know, the 70 times seven, what Jesus is saying, you know, of course, Peter's like, you know, what's the bare minimum? What can I do to make it do just the minimal amount? And Jesus is saying, 70 times seven. And he's not saying it like that means 490 times. What he's saying is it's more of a reference of it, it's like infinity. There is no limit. 70 times seven. It's, it might as well be a gajillion. It's our word for gajillion. Like there's not really a, a maximum amount. So I think that's what Jesus is really implying with choosing those kind of numbers. It's not 490. It's the sky's the limit is what the number is yeah there is no limit why are we putting a limit on this because yeah because if we think about it right the, the forgiveness that he gives all of us unconditionally mm -hmm. there's no that and and repeatedly right mm -hmm. is, 
It's just the ask and we're, and we're forgiven, right? It's, it's not that it's okay, but it's that we know unconditionally we are his and he wants a relationship mm-hmm. with us and, and loves us. And, and that's, that's sort of like taking sides mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if, that you sort of look at it a different way than the way he's teaching us. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a that's a really loaded topic. I hope that if you're listening that you don't you haven't I hope you're still listening, I should say, after he announced what we're talking about, because I think there's a lot of people that be like, ah, no, 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 click, turn, turn that off, because we tend to hold on to our little special resentments. Uh, I write a lot about forgiveness and resentment in my blogs because I I still struggle with it. But for there were several years where that pretty much was my the main theme of my life was trying to pray through and get through and not let the resentments pull me under. Uh, And uh, so that, you know, if you look on my blog site, by far, that will be the topic that you can read about. And uh, it's tough. It's one of the hardest things, you know, when I go to, um, you know, 12 step groups for codependence and um, and if you are ever read anything about addiction, also the number one offender is resentments for people who are addicted to something. They're they are angry or hurt or wounded by something or someone and they're trying to numb it out or get some relief. Mm-hmm. And, and so all those programs are designed to make amends and forgive and let it go. Otherwise, you're going to stay sick. So it's a huge problem in our country, you know, in our whole, our world, really. Yeah. Well, for me, I sometimes find that there can almost be an identity with holding on to that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's I was wronged and I'm going to continue to tell you how wronged I was. And that's the reason that so many things aren't going right in my life. And I mean, that's Bruce. Like if I find that I'm, I'm holding on to something, there often can be that that's the, let's say excuse, that's not the right word, but maybe the reason that mm-hmm. I believe there's something that has held me back and, or held me up, <laughs> but you can flip that word, you know, held up and, it could be a word of gratitude that someone has held me up, like lifted me up. But mm-hmm. uh, that's and and there's also well, let's talk a little bit about that because right now we're we're about we kind of put it in the con- context of of resenting someone or needing to forgive or the forgiveness aspect of an other person or a situation. What about ourselves? Mm. Yeah, I think that's a huge one. Also, you know not letting willing to you know we we live with a lot of shame sometimes because we're not willing to forgive ourselves for things we've done in the past and um that is not at all how god wants us to live you know it's it's normal and right to feel guilty about having done something but you know what they say that what do they say that guilt is about i did something wrong but shame is about I, or, you know, I did something bad, but shame is about, I am bad. And so we create this identity of ourselves um, because we're just living in constant shame about things we've done in the past. And when we live like that, we're basically saying God's grace is not enough. 
Right. It's not big enough to cover this. Right. You know, it, it, there's nothing holy or righteous or um, godly about beating ourselves up and not receiving the gift of grace that God went to the cross to alleviate. Yeah, that's 100%. For us. And I think sometimes if we strive for perfection and don't reach it, then those can stack up these easy to pull mm -hmm. off the wall reasons to have resentment for ourselves or man, I've, you know, I just didn't get it. It wasn't perfect. Therefore the outcome wasn't as opposed to such seeking to be as good as we can be to be excellent, which is a, a something to strive for. Whereas perfection in us, I mean, that's, unattainable in my my experience i mean there's a perfect game that a pitcher might throw right where no batters get on base i mean that's that's a perfect game or you know you make every shot you take you know it's a perfect basketball free throw night or whatever but really in the in the world of, of living it's just a little bit better each day and trying to be the best we can and knowing that god has unconditional grace for us that, that we should have some grace on ourselves so we, you know we kind of talked about others but also mm -hmm. kind of our, ourselves and and I, I don't know i guess it's kind of give mm -hmm. yourself a break you know give yourself a break you can't keep every plate spinning mm -hmm. at at a perfect pace all the time and i think sometimes we we get right. caught up on that for a lot of reasons yeah yeah and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to sin and we're going to do things that are hurtful to people and we have to be willing to be humble about those mistakes but that doesn't mean we continue to beat ourselves up consistently for that because you know when my husband and i've been saying um the lord's prayer together lately and one of the lines in there that's that sticks with me is where it says you know forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and what it's saying is what that means is forgive me in the same way that i forgive other people so do we really want that? Like, do we really want God to forgive us in the same way we're forgiving our the person that hurt us? Because I don't really, because I don't do that very well. I certainly hope he's more gracious with me than I have been with them. I don't want that. <laughs> I want him to forgive me fully, but I don't really want to offer that same free grace and forgiveness to people who hurt me that's like a you, kind of puts you in a quandary <laughs> no it, it you're right it I does. Want to, but i don't i want to want to but i don't want to sometimes and yeah if i give a partial forgiveness is that how i want to be forgiven yeah it makes yeah. It makes that's very clear so what about this give me your thoughts about this this just kind of came in my mind forgiving a transgression that you feel like has happened from someone else towards you. How much did they have to know that you like vocally out loud forgive them or how much can you internalize? I for, I forgive that and let it roll there. What, what do you think about mm. that? Yeah. I think it depends on you know, there's not a lot good that comes out of you unless they're asking for you to forgive them. And you say, you know what? Yes, I do forgive you. That's different. There's not a lot good that happens when someone has harmed you and you're angry and you go to them and say, 
I just want you to know I forgive you. When they have not acknowledged that they've done anything to hurt you, it comes off, uh, it might come off a little self-righteous and they might be like, whatever, okay, thanks for bestowing that uh, forgiveness on me when I didn't, they didn't even know they did anything wrong. It can be harmful to your relationships if you are, if they aren't really even aware maybe that they've done something to hurt you. The other thing is if you expect them if they're part of the equation then you're up a creek because i forgive you know forgiveness is no favor we do it for ourselves we do it so we're free of resentment and we're um humble before god and doing what he would do for somebody so if if my um peace of mind comes from is dependent on their response to me forgiving them then i'm in trouble because they're probably not even thinking about me at all yeah they probably have moved on i'm the only person suffering usually by the time i willing to let it go so so we're we're a podcast about you know can i have a word with you and our words matter <laughs> and and you know words are a sword and all of that that sort of gamesman word stuff that we do but sometimes forgiveness is merely an action mm -hmm. and behavior can your, 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 your behavior after that, maybe how you treat someone or, you know, you, it's not the tension between it mm -hmm. is a way for that to manifest itself after you've made that choice. And, mm -hmm. and this is hard stuff, right? There's a lot of sort of very hardcore anger and things like that in, to, divide mm -hmm. right now. And, I guess it's often that comes because we want to be right versus mm -hmm. wanting to understand another person's perspective. And, you know, that's just kind of the way it is right now, but maybe one person at a time, if there's something that, that I can just in my heart forgive, that could make me one step closer to looking to forgive in other situations as well. So it's gotta be something that you develop as a, mm -hmm something you're able to do because it, it it's not easy from the start especially mm -hmm. and i know you do this in your soirees right you you set the tone that says i'll go first mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean you're going like you said tell somebody that but your action maybe going first could flip the, the script and just not that you'll be best friends or that everything will be the way that it was but it just allows a moving forward which i think sometimes mm -hmm. lack of forgiveness causes us to be stuck. Yeah. Um, another, a couple other thoughts I had about it. One is, you know, wonder if you are, you are um, in a situation where you have hurt somebody and you've apologized or you've asked for forgiveness and they're not, they're not giving it to you or they want to continue to make you pay. I heard an example once of someone saying, you know, if you, if you overpay at the bank, they're probably going to keep letting you pay because they're not really interested in you not continuing to pay them, even though you don't owe them anything anymore. And at some point you have to decide that you're not going to keep paying. And so sometimes we have people in our lives that are holding over, you know, they're not God and they're not uh, forgiving us and putting it behind their back. As far as the East is from the West there, it's right there. And they're always remember when you did this, and remember when you did that. And so you're living in this um, 
jail of your past mistakes with certain people and they're continuing to try to make you pay. So I think it's important to remember that while we need to be remorseful of what things we've done, that once we have apologized and are trying to make a living amends for our behaviors or our past, that we don't owe it to someone to continue to grovel and pay and pay and pay and pay when we've harmed someone, you know? That is, that is so insightful, right? We, we can apologize. So we're talking about seeking forgiveness here yeah. or, or, you know, or offering an apology because you feel like you have, you know, you've come to some conclusion that, yeah, that was probably me. Yeah. That's about as far as you can go, right? We can't, we can't assume any type of acceptance of what we offer. And that can't continue to be part of our emotion. We have to kind of cut it off where yeah. I stepped on in and done what I believe is the right thing to do, whether it's, you know, a forgive, whether it's to, you know, repair something that was broken or whatever, but we can't expect forgiveness when we apologize or ask for it. Asking for it is a big move to the ego, to all the parts of our humanity. Right. Yeah. Um, but fortunately the, the, you know, we have this message, right? We have this message of, of seven times 70 or, or infinity is the number of times because that's the number of times we, in fact, are forgiven. That's the example that's set by our Lord to, to us for all the things that we, you know, have transgressed or, you know, probably need to ask for forgiveness for. Mm -hmm. And I think the part that strikes me is just that, like I said, that living amends too, because it, we can't just continually go to someone saying, oh, sorry, my bad, over and over and over and over about the same thing and never actually make any changes and exp and have that be completely okay with us and expect it to be okay with someone else that they should just keep forgiving. But it's a, you know, you ask for forgiveness and then you do whatever is in your power to change the behavior for the next time. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's an important piece of it. It's not like then it's just kind of like abusing God's grace, which we do, unfortunately, every day, you know, yeah. like, thanks for that forgiveness. And I'm going to turn around and talk bad about someone behind their back or, you know, be greedy at work or whatever it is, you know. So yeah. it's a good reminder how I abuse his grace, too. And what a what a complicated word. Two syllables. Uh, yeah. I you think know, it's a I'm very packed word. <laughs> It, 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 well, it's, it, it is. And, and you, know, you think about it, it's two syllables. The first syllable is for. So we could debate that, right? Who is it for, right? We kind of talked about mm -hmm. all sides of that. It could be for us to forgive. It could be to offer someone to someone else. So for them, certainly it's from God and for us, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then it's second syllables give. Like you're, you're offering something and, and sometimes it's offering something to yourself. Sometimes it's to another party or, or multiples. Um, just a really cool word. Mm. I no, know we, we geek out on words. I know. I don't, I was trying to remember, have we done one on resentments? I feel yeah. like we might have, because we've talked about it a little bit before I was thinking about this um, because forgiveness is, something we do initial an initial forgiving but then a lot of times it's every day 
for the rest of our lives, taking someone off the hook, taking them off the hook. And then sometimes we put them back on the hook. And then the next day we have to take them back off because it doesn't take long for those to regrow. And I was writing about this this morning. I haven't even published my post yet, but I was talking about uh, my cat had uh, this syndrome called ovarian remnant syndrome. So she's been spayed and they missed a piece of her ovary. So every month she goes into kind of fake heat and it was driving us literally insane. We had to lock her in the basement because we couldn't sleep. It was just loud and obnoxious for a week at a time. And so finally we took her in and they did exploratory surgery and they said, it's really hard to find it though. Cause the just a teeny, teeny, tiny piece that got loose and didn't get taken out. And so we got to go, it's a three or four hour surgery that they have to go and try to find this piece. And they sometimes can't even find it. But this little tiny piece that was left made her go insane every couple of weeks and make us go insane too. So anyway, they went in for four hours and they found it. And I was just thinking about that as far as resentments, because that's how it is. Like I lately have several people that I struggle to forgive and then something will happen. I, and I thought I had forgiven them. So this happened a couple weeks ago. I thought I had, and then I got a, an email from one of these people and I just felt everything just come rise into the top. And I realized it'd been just kind of like that, like floating around there somewhere, very tiny, 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 like unnoticeable until it reared its head. And then it was like, howling and wailing and caterwauling but we have to be mindful that it's not a one and done type of job that sometimes we're going to have to especially with bigger things in our life and our past we may have to re-forgive and re-forgive and take them off the hook again um wow and pay attention to those triggers and you know what my cat is so happy now she's like a kitten again she's bounding around and it, it was amazing how much energy she was exerting holding on to that little remnant in her body and now she's like and she's got more energy she's dancing around jumping around playing and i think that's how we are too when we get rid of those things that are infesting our insides we have joy again we, we're light and playful wow what a great story and you you said it as you were speaking through this i said wow we got to watch out for the remnants of mm -hmm. resentment even if we forgive there could be a trigger that we just kind of need to be aware of that man that takes a level of mindset and yeah rehearsal and you know sometimes Practicing forgiveness is the only way for us to really understand what it fully means and how to understand that there could be a rebound uh, to, mm. to something, some trigger or seeing the person in the same setting or unexpectedly or or the situation it doesn't even have to be a person. I mean, it could be driving by a place where there might have been a car accident and it just triggers that stuff back. But uh, wow. Yeah. Well, um, Let's let's bring this in for landing here. What a great word to unpack, forgive. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I write them vertically and, and normally I just mm -hmm. say what they are. But this time um, we've got a little way a different way to share the word. I'm going to put it up there so folks can maybe take a screen capture. We'll also put it in the, in the show notes. But but here it is. So we uh, entered some new technology here. We kind of based this on Matthew 
18, 21, and 22, when Peter asked Jesus, how many times must I forgive someone? And look that up in your version, and 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 we kind of it kind of came to the word infinity. So you know, what are some of the response? What are some of the thoughts that that come out of this word for me? Well, number one, its first response is why should I? Like it's it's something I want to hold on to. We talked about the very beginning. Are there reasons why? Is that my identity? Is that I hold on to forgiving someone, and that's sort of the power I have? Uh, I'm thinking about it from a giving perspective. Um, and yeah, man, they hurt me so badly. That would be the O. I mean, yeah, it keeps building. Every time I think about it, I even get more angry and maybe more anxious and more stressed out. And, you know, our issues are in our tissues, as a friend of mine says, and it just mm-hmm. can fester. Um, and then the other question I ask myself is, isn't it being weak if, if I'm the person that's forgiving that someone else first? It's the ego part that kind of gets in the way there as I'm thinking about it. But then I'm like, well, no, wait a minute. Let's go ahead and give it a try. That's the G. What if I give it a try? It's not going to get worse if I offer forgiveness, unless I decide to own a person's response who might not accept it. Okay. Um, And we talked about this too. Who does the forgiving really help? Mm -hmm. I I think maybe that that's me. If I'm needing and wanting and holding on to not forgiving. And again, it's the venom. It's poisoning me to not. It's like, it's like, what is it? Giving someone else poison or giving ourselves poison expects someone else to be impacted by it mm-hmm. hold on and then like you said you like your cat the pain how much pain was eased when they got the remnant of what was causing that pain finally out so the fact to be aware of that that forgiveness may not be a one and done thing so we'll post this in the show notes but i just thought we'd uh, kind of go to that real quick and and uh we're back so um so Heather, how do folks reach you? Right here. Oh, well, Heather, you can go to my website, which is heathercarterwrites.com. And my email is on there. It's just Heather Carter Soul Selfie. Long, but you'll remember it. And I will at Gmail, you can email me. So I always will respond to that. Um, we- check out my blog site, particularly um, if you go to a blog, browse blogs by topic, there are several on there on forgiveness and resentment. So that might be a good thing to review if you happen to struggle. You know, I'm sure you don't, but, but um, and I also, Bruce, before we go, I did want to say, I think one, one of the things that, um, well, Jesus tells us to pray for our enemies. And I think that's really the only solution for our resentments to help him is to ask him to be willing to be willing to have him change our hearts. Like I'm not willing, but I'm willing to be willing, make me willing to forgive. And so one of the ways that I practice forgiveness, even if it's not a very nice prayer, but to, it is to pray for that person and ask them to ask God to give them all the good things in their life that I want in mine. That's the ultimate prayer. You know, you don't have to mean it. You don't have to like it. You can say it through gritted teeth, but just pray it every day. Try it for a couple of weeks. Pick the person that you're furious at or has hurt you the most and just pray that every day. I remember my friend said, I prayed for that every day. She said, and at first it was just, you know, God, help them go to heaven tonight. But after a while, I grew to mean what I was saying and I prayed that he would give them all the good things in their life that I want in mind. So maybe that's something that you can try 
if you're struggling it you don't have to feel it but i mm. think eventually you you'll at least be able to not say it you know with gritted teeth wow. and pray that they go to heaven tonight <laughs> that's that's powerful that that's that's ultimate surrender too in a certain way and i know we've yeah. We talked about surrender and obedience, but uh, yeah, that's really strong. So, wow, forgive. What a great, what a great, yeah. a lot of different angles to that word. So, and this is Bruce Pulver. You can find me at Above the Chatter, Our Words Matter, Mindset Messages. I post every day on my Instagram, Above the Chatter, mm -hmm. Bruce Pulver. Um, you can reach out to me from my website and just there's a contact me uh, tab there. So love to help you. Love to follow up on any questions, comment, like this thing. Uh, we're going to continue to grow it. Uh, we're posting these things out on YouTube. So maybe next time we'll make sure we have our YouTube channel in here so folks can like and subscribe. And we're just continuing to grow and try to follow the path that uh, God gives us words to unpack and share with each other. And it sure is fun to share those with you, Heather. Yep. Been good. I'm glad to be back. Thanks, Bruce. Great to have you back. All right, everybody. Till next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us with Can I Have a Word with You? Take care. <laughs> See you all soon.